Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Our next guest, I'll tell you, Bernie, at the break last break, I had the chance to talk to him and his father-in-law. And during this break, before we came back from break, had the chance to talk to him again. And you can't help but love this guy. He uh, put his book in front of me. He signed copies, Bernie, to me and you. New York Times bestseller, Tough As They Come. Thousands have been wounded in the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. Five have survived quadruple amputee injuries. This is one soldier's story. His name is Travis Mills, and 10 years ago in Afghanistan, he did lose his arms, his legs. First of all, he's a great-looking guy. He's, got, he's really a cute face. I mean, he's, he's got arms. You can tell he's a big guy. And uh, just a real nice guy. He's got a beautiful wife. He's got uh, Dax who came along, his second child, that really, really, I guess, kind of showed him how how much bigger life is and maybe some of the things that we have to deal with, especially you. So with that said, celebrating a live day in New York City for the 10th consecutive year, we are very fortunate to have a real American hero, Travis Mills, in studio today. What's going on, brother? Oh, good morning. And way to, way to cover uh, cover yourself there after saying like uh, how fat I was. But... <laughs> You said you, it. Well, you said it. Your eyes tell the story. Yeah, you know. You're not no, fat. I'm just kidding. I'm husky. Um, no. I'm husky, and I'm worried my nickname's going to be Spud. Actually, because <laughs> think about it, I look like a potato, right? Like with my arms, and legs uh, pop on and off, like Mr. Uh, potato Head. Well, you so, know what's funny? I, I just took a look at your stomach for the first time, and you could afford to lose a couple. I already lost arms and legs. What else do you want me to lose? <laughs> anyway, I mean, so oh Jesus, give, give yeah. a break. Wow, Bernie. Good morning. How are you today? I, I'm great, Travis. I think you look terrific. God yeah. bless you. I appreciate you Have saying that. Have a donut. That. Enjoy yourself, for God's sakes. That's what I'm going to do. And I'll tell you what, I uh, my arms and legs fell off, and now my hair is following suit. You know, and it's just. But we're not here for that. We're here to break me down. Um, I already did that, and I rebuilt myself up and. And I'm grateful to be here. Thanks for having me this morning. Well, it is. It's great to have you. Absolutely. And, and what an inspiring story. You know, look, right now you laugh about it. That's great. I, I can't even imagine uh, living with it every day, let alone laugh about it. Um, but there had to be a time, especially 10 years ago, when this first happened in Afghanistan, where you never thought maybe you'd be laughing about it 10 years later. Tell us about that. That must have been a very, very difficult yeah. time. Um, we went on patrol, uh, my third deployment over to Afghanistan with the 82nd Airborne Division. We went out on patrol and um, happened to set my backpack down on the ground, and underneath it was a bomb. And when the bomb went off, it tore off my uh, right arm, right leg automatically. My left leg was pretty bad damaged, and my left arm was uh, pretty injured, but I still had use of it. And um, when I hit the ground and I saw the aftermath of what happened to me, I told my medic that ran up, Dan Bateson, I said, hey, just save my guys. Like, don't worry. Like, you're not going to save me. Because um, I saw a lot of guys over in Afghanistan die for what I thought was a lot less injury than yeah. mine. Yeah, and I said, you know, don't worry about it. And he ignored me, of course. So you thought and you were going to die right there. I, mean. I thought I was. And the only thing I told myself was, um, you know, don't don't freak out. And I kept seeing the movie Saving Private Ryan in my head, actually. Wow. Um, when the medic gets shot in the stomach in that movie, and he, he cries out and begs for his mom, and he begs not to die, but ultimately he dies. I always said, no matter what happens to me, I'll never be that guy. And um, nothing wrong being that guy, I guess, but I exuded confidence. I never showed fear. Uh, my unit would tell you I was a little crazy when it came to things. Um, wow. But I just figured it is what it is. So that all happened. 
and I got taken, you know, taken to the Kandahar Hospital, which, impressively enough, 99% of people that make it there alive from their injury leave there alive. That's how far battlefield medicine and um, battlefield trauma has come, which is incredible. And they had to knock me out and medically sedate me uh, on the operating table because I kept trying to fight them off. I tried to stand up a bunch of times. And um, then I had surgeries, 19, uh, I'm sorry, uh, 14 hours of surgeries with like nine doctors and seven nurses. And when I woke up four days later, it was actually my 25th birthday. And I came to and I found out I had no arms and legs. And I didn't want to call my wife and, and uh, my parents. And I was convinced my brother-in-law, who was in the room with me, actually, he's a medic in the Army. And that he, you know, came along with me from Kandahar to Bagram to Launchville, Germany. And when I woke up, I didn't want to call them. And the truth was, I had questions like, am I a bad person? Does God hate me? What did I do wrong? I deserve this. And, the, you know, the biggest questions was, you know, that were going through my head was, how can I be a husband, you know, to my wife and a father, my six-month-old little girl, Chloe? And then the next question that would hit was like, why didn't I just die? And that was like the hardest thing, right? Like, not that I was suicidal, but I was like, I'm going to be a burden. Um... I went from six foot three, very athletic, um, you know, twenty two inch biceps and things like that to three foot six, you know, in a matter of mm-hmm. seconds. Mm-hmm. And I had to have someone feed me and help me with my clothing and, and help me use the restroom. And um, I thought I'm just gonna be a burden. So when I saw my wife for the very first time in person and had a conversation on the 18th of April, I told her she should take everything we have and she should just go. Mm-hmm. And no hard feelings. Um, I understand like how how much of a burden this was gonna be on her. And, you know, and she was offended a little bit that I would say such a ridiculous thing. And she stayed. And, um, you know, I went through 19 months recovery at Walter Reed, and I learned how to basically do everything all over again. So I have my hand that, you know, you guys can't see right now, but maybe you can. It spins in a circle, doesn't even hurt. But I got prosthetic hand. I got uh, the ability to walk again. I drive. If you guys come to Maine where I live at, be careful. I'm on the road. <laughs> I'm a terrible driver. But, but you know, over the years, um. It, it was my live days, like the day that you remember when you were injured real bad. And I used to hate it. And I was like, I don't want to celebrate this day. What's there to celebrate? What's there to be happy about? And I would just say, wait four days till my birthday. And, um, you know, as year seven, year eight, year nine, and then year 10 hit, it's more about gratitude. Um, those doctors could loosen up one tourniquet and I could have been done. Um, you know, within two minutes, they worked 14 hours. And they gave me blood from their veins because the blood bank ran out of a positive universal blood that day. I was given 400 no units of blood, most blood ever given um, in wow. Afghanistan. And um, it, it's just incredible. And then you think about, uh, I got to learn how to walk with my daughter, you know, me and her running around the, the gym at Walter Reed and holding, you know, holding hands or prosthetic hands and like wobbling and weebling around. And then uh, just, I started Travis Mills Foundation, a big nonprofit up in Maine that was a $5,000 donation from Kelsey and I. It's not one of the biggest ones actually. Um, for veteran service organizations, and we bring up combat and service-connected injured veterans and their families and show them how to do things adaptively at a retreat that we built. And we have a post-traumatic stress side of the house. And, you know, you just think about the sacrifice my wife made. And, you know, at first it was obligation, I'm pretty sure. But now my social media following is so big, I tell you, you can't leave me because I'll ruin you, you know. <laughs> so she stays. You know what I'm saying, Bernie? Yeah. She stays. But, I, I uh, hear you, Travis. Yeah. So let me, let me just re, 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 reset here. We're speaking to Travis Mills. He was wounded, injured in Afghanistan, uh, and uh, you, you heard him tell the story there. And he runs the Travis Mills Foundation. The motto that you have for uh, for the foundation, I believe, is never give up, never quit. By the way, you can go to travismills.org to help out, travismills.org. But never give up, never quit. 
You didn't always have that attitude. You have it now, obviously. And what was the key thing to uh, transform your mentality from, you know, I'm going to be a burden to never give up, never quit? I mean, that was uh, it was pretty simple, actually. Uh, it took me about you know two, three, four weeks where I was I was uh, like, hey, look, this is this is what it is. But honestly, my daughter, my daughter Chloe, my wife Sam on my yes. side is a huge factor. Let's not downplay Kelsey and, and um, the magnitude of what she played. But honestly, my daughter being there and understanding like, hey, look, I'm still her dad. And I still have to go forward in life. And, you know, now my daughter gets annoyed because she's 10. She does gymnastics and soccer and basketball, and she's very athletic and fast. And if she has a rough time doing something, I'm like, oh, excuse me? She's like, oh, whatever, Dad. Never give up, never quit. Oh, I know. I know. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Do you have hands? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Do you have feet? Wham. Oh, that's funny. Hey, listen, I, I could uh, relate sort of. By the way, Gary Sinise wrote the forward for the book, and when you were talking, it reminded me of Lieutenant Dan in mm-hmm. Forrest Gump because he wanted to die too, and why'd you mm-hmm. save me? And you should let me die there. And then he walks to he's, he goes to the wedding wearing his prosthetics, and he was as happy as can be. But um, even when I got arrested for a DUI many years ago, and uh, I've completely changed my life since then, my abuse. Uh, and again, not comparing that to what you're going through, but my daughter saw me get arrested and started to cry. And I'll never forget Ava's face as they put me in the back of the police car. Mm-hmm. So people say to me, what happened? And I say, my daughter, my daughter. Mm-hmm. So, on, again, on a much uh, lower scale, not comparing, uh, it is the children, it is the children, our children, that more than often save our lives, whether they're, they're there or not. Yeah, no, and, and I, I would say that that's just as impactful as my story. Honestly, I, I don't put myself on a pedestal. I don't think my problems outweigh anybody else's. And collectively, for your listeners, which obviously are millions and millions of listeners, I know that. Yeah. There's people going through cancer. There's people going through um, Bernie uh, financial. Right now. Bernie's going through cancer well, right I, now. I, yeah. I might have heard that. I just yeah. didn't know if you guys talked about it. Yeah, you we know, do. I, yeah, I we do. didn't know if that was today. But but again, you're going through that. Like That's that's a real-life situation. So I don't yeah. think that my problems are any more important or any any more substantial. So you know, I'm in it to just help people. That's why I do... You know, keynote speaking, I spoke with J.P. Morgan and Chase yesterday. I'm going, I'm going to Banner Health out in Phoenix today, and I do that for my actual profession. You know, um, I'm a keynote speaker for corporate opera, uh, corporate um, you know offices, but but also New York showed up for me. And um, you know, nice. look, I I don't know if you guys you guys probably you gotta have you gotta know Christine obviously with Nicholas and Lentz yes. and yes. and she is absolutely <laughs> fantastic. If anybody needs a PR firm, let me tell you what you can't find a better a better PR firm. They make me look good <laughs> yeah, with how fat <laughs> I looked, as you uh, said. But great. they um she she said, hey, we're gonna celebrate your live day. And I I was gonna come in April and I had some scheduling conflicts and COVID or whatever, and and then we made it. She made it happen. Not we. She and her team, her wonderful team of awesome people, made it happen. And we had the Times Square's um. Alliance out there with Tom Harris, and they had a press conference, and nice. the VA, the director. You, you got a microphone in front of you. You know all the names. Uh, you know, they they came out, and I went to see. Uh, um, uh, what? Away. Come from away. Yeah, yeah. come oh, from away. We had the producers come. The producers come from away. Show. Yeah, and NYC and Company was and there. The general, the general, was General Lori Sutton was yeah. there. Wow. And like they, they, Paul uh, Valone, the deputy commissioner yeah, of Paul Veterans Val- Affairs. I, did, I was just gonna say Paul because I can't never remember Valone. <laughs> and I was like, that's just that's just being rude to him. He gave me a ride home. Yeah. He, and he was a gentleman. He did not try to make out with me when he got when I got a car. He just he was a complete <laughs> gentleman. And then the other the, the other lady too the other lady um, Kellyanne Curtin from NYC and Company. Yeah, she's amazing. Kellyanne. Salt of the earth. Yeah, but it was just it was just wonderful. And and we went to um with Jay gave us a private tour of the the um Jay Wine museum, Camp giant yeah nine eleven Memorial Museum. That's where oh, he right. started his trip. Yeah. His right. tour in New York started right. there. Yeah, right. and I've, I've been here with Tunnels of Towers. Actually, I walked the five k. Oh, you did, and uh, that's oh, when no I met kidding. Gary Sinise. I fell on stage 
waving to the crowd after I walked the 5K. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Oh and then actually, Julie, Rudy Giuliani, his bodyguard, Brian, picked me up like on stage, and my legs weren't set. He let me go, and I fell again. <laughs> oh, no, that, that, yeah. The second time we did it on purpose, let's be honest. No, no, no. <laughs> sympathy. I'm all about sy- with yeah, I'm all about sympathy. Because, um, you know, if it's not about me, I'm not really into it. <laughs> And uh, I gotta appreciate that. Yeah, and you know, I, I tell you what, I, I saw the bomb there, and I was like, hmm, twenty years or, or six, and I went for early retirement, and I got it. I I got it. But you know, I, I just listen. I'm so happy to be able to be here in New York. You know, you you just feel alive. You feel alive when you're in New York City, and and the reason I joined the military, I would never join probably in peacetime. You know, um, I would have you know ended up in the nfl or mlb whatever but but the truth is since there was a war going on and we were attacked and it meant so much to me to go i was just like i want to do my part you know i want to do my part and i want to i want to go over there and and i ended up you know being pretty decent at it my god you are an amazing individual travis mills again it's the travis mills foundation ladies and gentlemen go to travismills.org the foundation of course as he laid out it helps other wounded veterans and their families through long-term programs, and it's it's amazing. And your personality is is unmatched. I mean, a sense of humor and and what you did for your country. I mean, we're forever indebted to you. But anyway, uh, travismills.org, Travis Mills. Uh, we're short on time. Do you want to plug something that you're going to do coming up here, uh, Travis? Yeah, I mean, if you have anybody that's uh, near Maine or wants to come to Maine for May 29th, we have our annual Miles for Mills 5K. We're hoping to get over 2,000 uh, runners and people to show up. You don't got to run, you can walk it, and it's one of our big fundraisers for the year. And uh, if you guys want to do that, if not, come volunteer, be my friend, and if you can follow me on my social media handles, at SSG Travis Mills, to help my wife stay with me forever. You're doing it to save my marriage. She can't oh, leave if I get more followers. <laughs> no, <laughs> I just want to say thanks funny. so much, and, and, and Bernie, good luck. Good luck with what you're going through, sir. Thanks I, very I, much, Travis. I just want you to know, um, you know, it, the, I think the hardest part is actually finding out, and then it's all about like how can I get better. Yeah. Well, listen, we uh, just so you yeah. know, I, I would have made out with you in the car if it was me, but uh, and I don't think it would have stopped me to be honest. <laughs> but it, it's a it's a pleasure meeting you. You're, you're a wonder. You're a hero. You're inspiring. You're wonderful. You got a great sense of humor. You're everything good about this country. And uh, kind words about Bernie, too, of course, he appreciates it. And we both love you very much, so thank you so much. Well, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. And I'll uh, work on my weight problem. Um, I'll see what I can do for you, <laughs> You said it, not me. You agree. <laughs> well, you I did agree. agree. Well, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie just because you're in a wheelchair. I'm not going to lie to you. Let's well, be honest. I, just, <laughs> I tossed it out to you because you can actually catch it, but you didn't. You just hammered it back at me. But, no, you guys are awesome. Thanks so much for your Thank time. You. And uh, good luck with everybody. Uh, you too. There he is, folks. Travis Mills. Go buy his book, Tough as They Come. It's been out for a couple of years, but it's great. Check him out on his social media. Travis Mills, everything right about this country. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GoboLaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident.